Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Preacher Boys Podcast, a podcast shedding light on decades of mental, physical, and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental Baptist movement. The testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors. Not all legal outcomes are known or final. Any suspect is presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. Now, here is your host, Eric Skwarzynski. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Preacher Boys podcast. On today's episode, I'm actually sharing a clip from my conversation with Colin Connor over on his podcast called The Bible Uncut and Unfiltered. And he brought me on for Spiritual Abuse Awareness Month to talk about a lot of different topics. But the clip I wanted to share with you is a part of our discussion where we talked about some of the common red flags about how the IFB churches in general are set up, and I thought it'd be really helpful to share with you. So I'm not going to talk much more. I'm just going to get you right into this clip from the Bible Uncut and Unfiltered podcast featuring yours truly. Let's get into it. I don't think a lot of IFB churches, because they are independent, center around a man, unless, like you said, they're in like a Hiles camp or something like that. What a lot of these churches do is they center around Bible colleges Mm -hmm. and camps. Yeah. I I think there's two ways that manifests. So there is the definitely the Bible college and camps. And I think that's how, you know, as a documentary is being made, that's kind of what I kept telling the directors. I said, it's not like the Catholic Church in terms of, you know, Pope, bishops, you know, whatever order Catholics <laughs> structure. And I'm not a former yeah. Catholic. But, you know, you don't have parishes that are all answering ultimately to the Vatican and the Pope. Like, that's not the structure. Um, it's a lot more influence and a lot more circles rather than a triangle. And so, yes, circled around Bible colleges, um, you know, which again, do I think that's always nefarious? No, I think it's a lot of, you know, people just hiring who they're familiar with. But I think that lack of diversity of thought can create cultish environments. Um, on the other side of this, too, I think the structure of independent fundamental Baptist churches where it is a singular person in authority with 
essentially yes men underneath him. Um, that to me is essentially lending itself to a dictatorship style of church leadership. And I think it really comes down to when you see some good IFB churches, if you look at the system they're set up in, they just have a benevolent dictator. And the next person that comes in has the opportunity to not be so benevolent and really abuse. And so, you know, that's something that, you know, I I think it gets into the system and the structure. And I I think when you talk to guys like Stacey Shiflett, who I've spoke to Mm -hmm. and talked to about this, you know, sure, right now he's in power, but I told him, I said, the next guy could be the next Cameron Giovanelli, you know, the next Mm -hmm. abusive pastor, because the system hasn't changed. It's still focused on one person steering the ship versus having a plurality of leaders, which granted can also go wrong as we see in the Southern Baptist convention. So it's, it's a, it's a messy conversation, but I think too often it's easy to go, oh, it's, you know, just because they're not loyal to a college, the system's not bad. But I think mm-hmm. any position where there's unchecked power is going to eventually get someone who's going to take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the church I came from is a good example of that because we had that setup where it's like, if you vote the pastor in, you go with what he says. If he says, um, we're going to change the service time, oh, we're changing the service time. If he says, we're doing this building project, well, we're doing this building project. And we might even do a church vote, but at that point, who's disagreeing with that? Yeah. You you almost have to remove the pastor rather than go against what he's saying is his vision for this. Right. And we had we had deacons too that um could counter, but most of the time it just went with whatever the pastor said goes. And the guy that I was under for a while, I liked him. I think he was a good guy trying his best, but what you said is absolutely the case. I'm going. Maybe we lucked out with you. What happens when the next guy comes yep. along and has essentially unchecked power? Uh, but there is no easy answer to that because, like you said, other church government forms uh, run into some of the same issues just from sure. a different angle. Right. Um, yeah. So not every church is abusive or cult-like, uh, but many are, and certain circles seem to foster this environment more than others do. So what would you say are some of these cultural factors within the IFB that contribute so much to abusive and high control behavior? Yeah, I think singularity and leadership is the one I mentioned already. I think Mm -hmm. treatment of women and teaching regarding women is definitely a major, um, if not the number one, I would say close second to the singularity of power. Um, I would say it's close second just because it doesn't factor in male victims, which can also happen as a result of, um, mm. you know, singularity of power. Um, but I would say treatment of women and minors within the church, mm. um, the fact that women are to uh, are taught to be literally silent. And I think this goes beyond before anyone who's listening, who's still in gets sidetracked on the should women <laughs> be pastors question. <laughs> beyond that, I would say just the treatment of women in general and the teachings yeah. of you know, submission in a way that is, I think, you know, I think is abusive in itself. I think when you have women that are told that uh, your role is to be subservient to a man and to be the, you know, as one popular Christian book says, you know, the methadone for his sexual addictions, you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be barefoot pregnant in the kitchen. You're supposed to 
you know, shut your mouth as, you know, when it comes to any issues of disagreement with the man of God that you're supposed to only address those through your husband. Like we've put women in a perfect environment to be abused. And I think the same goes for kids when kids are to be seen, not heard, um, you know, when they have something to share, who do they share it with? Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big factor. And then I think ultimately just, and they're all kind of converging things, but I think ultimately to the lack of transparency and willingness to be open about issues. Um, you're not responsible for when something happens in your church. Um, if a church exists for 50 years, there's probably going to be a sex abuse case. Yeah. If any business is open for 50 years, there's probably going to be a sex abuse case. Any school, any fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Your responsibility is not, oh, that person did something and I should have been omniscient and known that was going to happen. Your responsibility comes into play with how you deal with it. And I think yes. when you try to sweep it under the rug, you're doing two things. One, you're showing victims they're not safe. You're telling the community they're not safe. But also, you're sending out a beacon letting every other predator know that your church is a safe haven for abuse. And I think that's why you see some of these churches have repeat offenders or you know different abusers. One church I just talked, or one group of victims I just talked to has had... Uh, I believe it was 10 abusers over a 15 year period. Wow. Um, you know, it's it's a perfect storm essentially for abuse to thrive. When women are silent, yeah. men are given all the power yes. and nobody talks about anything, that's probably <laughs> not a good thing. And yeah, 100% like if you see a pattern in your church of something like that, you have to start asking why. And even if it's not sexual abuse, like if you have a pattern of staff members leaving or people who yeah, I'm not talking about the person who comes to church on Christmas and Easter. I'm talking about someone who's there for every service, is out soul winning, doing that, right. and they're leaving. You're losing those family. You have to start asking why, because there's a pattern. Maybe it's not sexual abuse, but there's probably something going on with leadership. Yeah, right. Yeah, like how do they feel about what's happening? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. huge. Absolutely. You mentioned uh, talking about like women in leadership in the church. My church thought that we were progressive because we had a female choir leader. So, you know, that gives you uh, some context uh, right. for just the way that women are treated in this one. It's like, oh, we're giving you this. You should be so happy. Really? Come on. Yeah, right. Just don't call her a worship pastor, you know, just keep that Oh, up. absolutely not. Yeah. In your uh, Preacher Boys podcast, you have had some really unique opportunities to speak with dozens, probably hundreds now of survivors of spiritual, uh, sexual abuse, all, all different forms. Have you noticed any similarities in these stories where like, if someone listening to your podcast could relate to X part of these stories, they might be able to say, maybe I experienced spiritual abuse and maybe just didn't even realize it. Yeah. I mean, I think at a baseline, like invalidating your perspective, um, you know, there's a lot of stories where somebody shares what happened to them or they feel like they've been hurt or they feel like they're experiencing abuse in many cases because they legitimately are. And there's an invalidation of what they're saying. And it's always, we're sorry you perceive it to be that way. And I think most anyone who's had similar experiences would resonate with that. Like you're crazy. You -hmm. feel this way. You're digging for stuff. You're bitter. You're this. Um, I think that's probably the baseline as far as similarity in stories. I mean, they're all shockingly similar to the point it's mm-hmm. not shocking anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, when I talk to people, it's, 
it's really sad, but most conversations start with them saying, oh, I listened to someone else on your show and it sounds exactly like my story. You know, there's nuances and differences and no two people's experience is the same, but a lot of the way that predators operate is similar. A lot of ways with how churches handle it is unfortunately uh, very similar. And, you know, again, like it's rare now that I hear a story and go like, I've never heard that before. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've had those moments um, and some harrowing stories that I've never, you know, that are not common. But for the most part, like these things play out in very similar ways, similar time spans, similar types of environments. And um, it's a, you know, I think it's the reason so many people who are survivors connect with others is because they're the only ones that understand that experience the same mm-hmm. way. Thank you so much for listening to this clip from my guest appearance on Colin's podcast. If you want to hear the entire episode, be sure to head over to his show and check it out. It's called The Bible Uncut and Unfiltered, and it's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll see you on a future episode of The Preacher Boys Podcast. Thank you for listening to The Preacher Boys Podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, Please leave a review on iTunes and don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at PreacherBoysDoc. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.